Hey everyone, just a quick word before uh, you get into episode 13 with Jess. She was a really good guest. I'm glad she came on. Uh, like I mentioned in the show, she was very, very excited to get on. She reached out to me on a number of different platforms. So thanks, uh, Jess, for reaching out. And thanks to John, John the Box, probably the best internet connection of any episode. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's always easy to record uh, when his place is used as home base. So thanks, buddy. I appreciate it uh pals as always send me a dm if you want to do a pod you know where to reach me instagram reddit if you are in the hamilton area i want to do something in person with maybe some video and photo content to go with it so let me know uh trust me on this everyone says they're shy before the show starts but once you get going it's pretty easy it'll be no different in person so uh swallow your inhibitions and maybe uh (laughs) maybe i'll bring a couple cans of pop over for you if that helps but um Yeah, I'd like to do something in person pretty soon. So, yeah, enjoy the episode. And uh, as always, thanks for the support. We'll talk to you guys soon. What's up, everyone? This is Joey starting uh, episode 13 of the Oshpod for the second time since the first time I so keenly forgot to start the uh, recording bot. On the other end of the phone uh, is a young lady, Jess. How are you? Hello. 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 I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Glad you came on. Uh, So, so. I'm going to ask you to like retell a bit of the story you just told. Jess is at John O's house, John the Box, episode eight, the now infamous episode eight, uh, long cosmic combo. Though I will say that's not the episode that has the most downloads. I won't go into details, but that is not the episode with Ooh. the most downloads. So uh, why don't you tell me how you know John? How do I know my best friend, John O? Well, uh, the first year I went to Oshiago was in 2015. And literally day one, afternoon, run the jewels smack right into him i met him he was just the brightest ray of sunshine i have ever met in my life just so jazzed about everything so happy and then we found out we were from the same place had friends in common and just hung out that whole weekend and i've literally not gone to an oceaga since without him do you call him jono offline too you do yeah 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 i do um so most people call him john um most people who I guess before I was in the picture, it just kind of happened that weekend. We had um we had an Australian friend, and it was the end of the day one, and we were on the you know on the subway on the way home, and I was like, oh hey, that's that that's that's that guy that we met today, that super happy guy, and then this Australian guy was like, oh yeah, Jono, is it old Jono there? And I was like, yeah, it's Jono, and we're all just like, yeah, his name's Jono, <laughs> and it just it was created, it was just created from there on, and it's just been Jono ever since, and I. I adore him so much. He's a good dude. Uh, He's such I, a good dude. I can't say, like, we, you and I spoke just, like, a minute before we started the show. Mm-hmm. I can't say I'm surprised that uh, you're describing me as a, as a ray of sunshine. Mm-hmm. Like, I realized probably halfway through that episode that we hadn't talked about, like, the lineup at all. I think we were talking about Nipsey Hussle and, like, the, yeah. the community work of reformed gangsters. And mm-hmm. uh, I thought, this guy... If I don't stop him, we're going to be here till midnight. <laughs> uh, so I, I think we, end, we ended up getting track and we had a good conversation i think for my money that's the best episode we've done but uh like i said not the one with the most downloads so a little bit to live up to there johnny i don't want to hurt your feelings at all because he's a great guest but well uh, i mean it's not the first one so people are probably starting at first and going off you know continuing. yeah that's true it was the that's first true. one i watched so the first i i was seeing the osh pod Osh pod podcast pod is short for podcast right like i can't fit a hundred characters in the name the osh pod yeah. Uh, the first episode or the first one I listened to was Jono's, and then I listened to uh, Newfoundlander guy afterwards. I've only heard two so far. 
But okay. I'm sure people are just starting from episode one and going on. And I don't know getting... the the episode. Uh, I, I hesitate to say. I'm gonna no, look right okay. now. I'm gonna look right now. The episode <laughs> with the with the most downloads is six. Barnesy, Patrick J. Barnes. Oh, so that's just that one. yeah, this is, he's another. Actually, most people I think I've talked to are East Coasters, including. I guess you, you're a native East Coaster, but you mm-hmm. live in Toronto now, right? I do, yeah. I moved okay. uh, two and a half years ago. I moved to Toronto. What brought you there? Uh, my job. I yeah. Got a job. Yeah. Okay. Um, I work as a flight attendant at uh, Pearson. So nice. they, they offered me a job, and I was able to choose between either, I think it was Calgary, Vancouver, Toronto, and I got Toronto. I kind of wanted Montreal, but uh, here I am in Toronto. And, I mean, I never even – been to Toronto before I got this job so I went to kind of visit and see what it was like and I was like this is a cool place I mean there's so much happening you come from Moncton and there's buildings and there's people and there's a Louis Vuitton store and you're like oh snap like where am I this is amazing so I I mean I've loved it ever since is there a Louis Vuitton store in Toronto there's oh yeah Louis Vuitton there's Chanel there's they're everywhere it's just these big stores you're like that did not it's amazing. That is <laughs> I mean, dope. I've never gone in. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly intimidated to go in. I feel like if I go in, they'd be like, mm, you look poor. <laughs> I, I feel like Louis Vuitton is one of those stores where either you go in mm-hmm. there, like you described, right? Either you go in, yeah. people are like, what do you need? We can help you. This is the mm-hmm. change room. Let's get somebody with you. Or yeah. they look at you like you got like crusty paint on your sweatpants and they're like, I don't know. Are you looking for something else? This is not really a place <laughs> where I think you should be uh, lining up to spend your dough. Mm-hmm. I feel like you would get instantly judged on the way in. And it'd be like, okay. Sad. You know where you never get judged is at Oshiega. Oh, and so, and so I want to know. Now, you mentioned to me uh, offline. I have to say, you were one of the, like, a lot of people have been reaching out. Thank you, everyone, for like, supporting the show. And there's, <laughs> but, but you were particularly excited because I know you reached out to me on Instagram and you were like telling me I met my boyfriend at the first yeah. Oshiega I went to, blah, blah. <laughs> it's this long story. I got to be honest with you, I didn't read the whole thing word for word, That's but I got okay. the gist. <laughs> so why don't you tell me a bit about uh maybe that Oshiega? What like how did how do you meet a boyfriend at a music festival? There's a lot of people there, right? It's a tough weekend to kind of like really get acquainted. So if you want to give me a bit of background there, that'd be cool. Sure. I mean, I so I didn't meet him at the first Oshiega, and I didn't exactly meet him at Oshiega. I met him seven months before the third Oshiega I went to. So twenty seventeen? Yeah. Seventeen, the year that the peppers were there. No, nope, okay. the year after that. The year after that. The year after the peppers. So I met him actually seven months before at Crocodile Rock. Have you ever been to Crocodile Rock in Toronto? I have not. What is it? <laughs> it's a bar that recently got closed down for uh, health reasons. Oh, <laughs> but they had, a, they had $2 drinks. I had just moved to Toronto. I didn't know where to go. And someone was like, go to this bar. So I went right after graduating from uh, my flight attendant school. And it was my birthday. So I went out. This bar had $2 drinks. I was stoked. I ran into him. I thought he was so gorgeous. I think I grabbed his face or something so aggressive and so just, Jessica, calm down. Um, but I think it was very modern dating. We got each other on Snapchat. And then I never saw him again until we ran each, into each other at Oshiega. So Oshiega was kind of our first date. Did you, like, just run into him? Or did you guys, like, talk about how you're both going to the festival? Well, I knew he was going. And I think I kind of, like, flirted with him in the couple weeks before. And I wanted to see him there. This is very I, modern dating. It very much was. Like I was following him on social media and I just thought he was so cute. And I was like, how? And then I think I saw, he was going to, he went to Way Home. There was the last year Way Home was happening. Yeah, yeah. In Toronto. And he went to that. And then I saw that he was going to Oshiaga. And I was like, slid into his DMs as modern, d- <laughs> modern dating goes. And I was like, hey, I'm going to Oshiaga too. We should 
meet up and yeah we met up on the first night and it was it was awesome I think uh, it was his birthday week after and he invited me and it just like completely started from there so it was kind of like our first date not that's, the first we met but that's a cool story because I like I said I know um yeah there's an episode I haven't put out yet that mm-hmm. I talked to uh, another young woman she's a little uh a little younger than I thought actually she's actually 18 or 19 uh awesome. show out to Julia but we talked a bit about like the festival romance and like festival gaming and yeah, yeah it's tough like she mm-hmm. she had some pretty good insights about like what uh girls are looking for at the festival that's why I was curious because it's tough man and I haven't been singing in a long time so I can't really comment too much mm-hmm. on it but uh I've seen guys you know go down in a blaze of glory at different at different sets and like especially at bars and after parties later like they're stuffed full of confidence and ready to go so good for you man you table for me like grabbing somebody's face is about as green a light as you can get so i know i remember the next day being like oh my gosh jessica like you're an animal like just because you think a boy's pretty doesn't mean you can just grab his face it, but i mean it, it works not so. all the time yeah it does <laughs> it does work i mean you're not gonna have a lot of like failure uh something like that so good for you that's good and you guys went together this year i take it yeah we went together last year and we're going together this year he hasn't bought his ticket yet so chris buy your ticket because you have to come with me chris. um i've heard chris <laughs> so i bought my ticket already and yeah we're going this year uh, yeah, but you were saying, so Julia was talking about kind of like meeting people at festivals and stuff. The the angle uh, we took mm-hmm. unintentionally, it's not on the list of questions that I usually like <laughs> look down at, but um, the angle we took was she's, she's the first, I think, first or second single girl I've had on. And mm-hmm. I, I wanted to know from someone who's kind of like young in the game, uh, what, what is the, you know, what is the thing you're looking for in a, in a crowd when guys are coming up to you, approaching you? Uh, is there any, you know, what, what green lights do you give? Cause I know, you know, not everyone's a face grabber, so to speak. And there's, <laughs> there's at least a little bit of like wonderment in terms of what, mm-hmm. what this girl is giving you for a sign. So I have heard this before from people I've talked to at the festival because everyone likes to talk about the failure they just had at the set before and they were so close and like, okay, man, that's cool. But what happened? And so she gave me a bit of uh, a bit of insight there. It's a, it's a brief discussion, but it's good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, you know, for the for the young guys out there, like I said on that show, shoot your shot, man. Don't don't leave it behind. Because now, look, you guys are going to Oceaga together. You're dating. You're together. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's a good story. And not everyone has a good story these days. Because modern day, you know, meeting at a bar and going to music festivals now, it's sometimes like I met him at a bar. We had Snapchat, and I dropped them nudes for six weeks before we went out for a dinner or something like that, right? Like that's what a lot of people or do it's now. Just Tinder. Probably. It's like, How'd you guys meet? Tinder or Bumble or whatever. Yeah. We've said to each other before, Chris and I, just being like, "It's really, I'm actually really happy we didn't meet on Tinder or anything." It's it's nice that it's we, much better. We met each other in person. I saw him. He was so attractive. I grabbed his face, and then we spoke a bit too. It wasn't as whatever. We really hit it off, and I think. I don't know because before him I was on Tinder, I was on Bumble and all that. And I don't know, there's the initial when you meet someone, there's that initial vibe that you can be like yes or no or I'm into it, I'm not into it, or weird or not weird. You can get that right off the bat, but with Tinder you can talk to someone for weeks and go to a bar and three seconds in you're like, get me the frick out of here. I, I oh, don't yeah. talk to Anyone who's been on Tinder knows the uh the struggle. It's, it's a nightmare. Yeah, and I've been, I've been to a couple of festivals single, not many. There was maybe one or two between my last boyfriend and my current boyfriend, and I don't 
no, as much as festivals are fun and it's amazing, there's so many people there and everyone's young and we're loving music and vibing and it's great. I don't know if it's the best place to, I mean, meeting people, yes, but maybe not. Like maybe you meet someone, you really hit it off, get their number or something, and then try again another time when you're not just on this crazy vibe high of Oceaga and just you're with your friends and it's hectic and you're running around and yeah. I mean, I got I got to get him on because <laughs> I need I need the other angle because like he's you, you have given me basically the entire story from the girl's side of the you know the mm-hmm. coin. Now I need Chris's side. So Chris, once you buy your <laughs> ticket, come on the show. We can just talk, buddy. We don't have to do it with Jess. Okay, we're just me and you. We'll iron out some <laughs> of the details here, and we can get the full story, and uh, people will know exactly what happened. Yeah, so, so, he's amazing. Okay, he's he's getting he's getting a vote which is great. Not everyone is as supportive of their significant others, especially these days. I'm not naming any names because I don't know who listens to this, but for <laughs> sure, it's not the case. Uh, okay, so uh, apart from the love line topic, mm-hmm. we could talk about the lineup. Have you been, have you been more psyched about other years? Like saying, or are you like pretty down for what you see on the card this year? I have been so down every year. There's always been one or two names. So I'm just like, yes, awesome. I want to see that person. And I know that the lineup this year is getting a bit of shit for some reason. I don't know. what. Maybe it's because there isn't as much top 40 big names on there. Like, I'm not sure. But I have been so excited about this lineup. I am Logic's biggest fan. And I've already seen him in Toronto. So him being on this lineup is just, I, I'm just so excited to see him again. And Gambino again. And just, I thought it was a great lineup. There's some amazing big names on there. And Jay Balvin. There's going to be some Latin reggaeton at Oceaga. I am so for it. Can you, always... can you like, give me some, like, give me some, uh, like, preach a bit on Jay Balvin? Because I, I, I'll level with you. Uh, yesterday, again, unreleased yet, but me and Alex absolutely trashed that guy or girl. I don't even know who that is, but, like, I have no idea who this person is. I don't understand how. I don't mind them being at the festival. Don't get me wrong. I'm, all, mm-hmm. I'm always down for, like, new music. But how are they a top-line biller? Like, what happened there? Who is this person? Jay Balvin, okay, go on his Instagram or anything. He has billions of views. He is number one in, like, the Latin reggaeton scene. Uh, Jay Balvin, Matoma, not Matoma, uh, what's his name? Can't remember his name right now, but there's a couple of them, and they're just, like, they're just Latin music kings right now. Reggaeton, so good. And Jay Balvin kind of um, went from the Latin music vibe, and he's slowly come into our music scene and which I've always been happy about because I've always loved reggaeton. It's a lot of Spanish music, a lot of uh, hip dancing music, I guess you could say. Hip dancing music is good. I'm on my, I'm on my personal Instagram page and I can see that at least two people I follow, follow him. He looks like a mix of Cisco and Paul Wall. (laughs) I know Cisco is, but not Paul Wall. Paul, ask Jono. Is he there still? Jono, who's Paul Wall? Like the southern dude? The southern yeah. Does he? Does this guy look like a mix yeah, of Cisco yeah. and Paul Wall? He does, right? Does he look like a mix of uh, Cisco and Paul Wall? I love Cisco. Song song, any day, all day. Is that even like Paul Wall in ages? Like what does he look like anymore? Like for people Paul people Paul listening. Like yeah, I don't I don't know what he looks. like. <laughs> picture and he looks like cisco and paul wall mixed together it looks like he's been in a weight room which is great but um yeah this is the first thing i thought people who you guys are both 23 right 24 something like that i'm 28 actually i just oh you're, t- oh, so you're 28 okay i figured you were johnny's age so you know that you should Johnny know and I have the same birthday five are years you kidding? 
when we found that out, we literally were doing cartwheels and backflips. We couldn't yeah. do it. Donna has the same birthday actually... as his mom and his grandmother? Grandpa. Grandfather. And then he was telling me this. He's like, I've got the same birthday as my mother and my grandfather. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. What's the birthday? He's like, February 16th. Are you kidding? That's my birthday. That's crazy. Yes, oh that's my what God. I knew. We're just meant to be best friends forever. I love them so much. That's nuts. <laughs> that's, I wonder what the odds of that are. That's, yeah. Right? Oh my Apparently, God. That's, that's what is nuts. the statistics? If you're in a room with 30 people, the yeah, odds Yeah, everyone has so- heard this, but yeah. is it legit? I don't know. I heard it. So why would people tell lies? You know? I don't, I don't know, but that wouldn't be the worst lie I've heard. Even today, even today, that wouldn't be the worst lie I've heard. What's that lie that we all heard? Like everyone, everyone in like maybe the fifth grade throughout Canada, maybe the world, everyone heard the rumor about Marilyn Manson removing ribs so that he could. Yeah. Yes. Why did, how did we all hear, hear this rumor? How, where did this come from? It must have been Literally from some kind of TV special or something. I don't maybe. know. I feel yeah. like I was so young. I didn't even know who this guy was, but I was telling people this like, oh my God. But it's yeah, just rumors, that's, I guess. You that, just that's hear a bit of a weird story. Yeah, I it's know, like right? a folktale. Well, this is what this is what kids do. They they talk shit mm-hmm. to each other, and before you know it, there's people yelling "Bloody Mary" in a bathroom and talking about <laughs> the reasons, the finer points of removing <laughs> one. Right? Like that's really what grade school is about. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, like so, you so you like balding, but you're not gonna go see. I mean, I don't know what kind of music you like. We'll get into that in a bit. But mm-hmm. like, are you gonna pick Balvin over like Flume or? Any of these other guys? What does a J stand for in J Balvin? Because it's, it's nowhere. Like, Ooh, what's his name? That's a good question. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what's a so J you're really not that big on the Spanish reggaeton scene after all. I then. guess I guess I'm just a phony. Yeah, you just got <laughs> exposed very very I, publicly. <laughs> well, the thing is, I um, I've seen Flume before. Flume's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I missed Flume a couple of years ago because I had to see the Peppers. The Peppers were off the walls. One of the best shows I've ever seen. So good, but they play at the same time as Flume. Something in this year, if Jay Balvin's at the same time as Flume, I'm gonna do one of those 50-50s, kind of see the first half, second half. Maybe start with Jay Balvin and finish off with Flume. Cause I feel like Flume, the ending of a Flume set would probably just be this. I can't even imagine how amazing it would be. And he's uh yeah, apparently releasing a new album, and we're gonna be one of the first people uh, at Oshiaga to hear it. Is he doing a new album or is are you talking yeah. about the the tape that just came out like two weeks ago or a week ago? Um, so my other best friend, Vince, he is the one who is, he showed me, uh, Reddit like years ago and he's been on the Oshiaga uh, subreddit for ages and he was, What's he up, knows Vince? all these facts. Hey Vince, he's Chromulac or something on. Oh, that's Chromulac. Reddit. Yeah. Chromulac. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. That's, cool. Mm-hmm. When I think of Oshiaga, I got my best friend, John, and my best friend, Vince, and every year we go together and it's just, it's amazing. But so. Vince is always, he's one of the smartest guys I know. So he remembers everything. It's amazing. So he was telling me that Flume, I didn't realize Flume might have come out with, you said, a couple of songs recently. Like a so, mixtape. It's like maybe 10 tape. songs or something. So maybe that's it. But Vince was telling me that um, at Oceaga is going to be one of the first time that Flume is going to be releasing these songs live. So we might be the first people to hear it. That's that's going by what Vince says, and I, Vince is like I said, smartest guy I know. So what's right. Vince's track record on like predicting uh, re- new releases from A-list artists? Is he pretty good, or is he like, middling? Um, I'm not sure about uh, predicting A-list artists or anything, but I know that <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what you said there. But he has always been dead on on predicting headliners for Oshiaga. Every year, he's like. He looks at all the stats and he goes, okay, it's been a couple of years since like Florence played and she's doing this and then she's not playing here. Like he, 
I know that on the subreddit, everyone's kind of talking about like, who's going to play this year? Who do you think is going to be there? Who's whatever. But Vince does all of that by himself and he's always right. And it's, it's incredible. I mean, I we got to get Vince on. Mm-hmm. Oh, you would love to have Vince on here. I, I now that I know his like, right, right handle. <laughs> that's the that's the trick. People give up their friends. I have like a little like harem of scheduled podcast ready to go. Um, okay, so what's your your so you, are you a Flume fan? You must be, right? You've seen him a couple mm-hmm. times. You're thinking about seeing him this year. What's your favorite favorite Flume song? My right favorite now? Flume song uh, is always holding on. I think it'll always be holding this, on, like, like like old school. So when I first heard Flume, uh, before I went to Oceaga my first year, I was actually living in Australia for a year, and that was the first time I'd ever gone to music festivals. And Flume being from Australia, he was playing at every festival. And I saw him, I think, at least two times, maybe three times. And this is when he, this was before the, the album that was released uh, in 2016. The one with the really cool flower on the front. Yeah, uh, so, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. So everything before that is what I've seen him do live. So I, I don't know if he does play at the same time as J Balvin. I... I don't know what I would do. Because I'm going to recommend you don't go to JB. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I love my Latin music. <laughs> if, it's your, if it's your thing, then yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, you're a little older than most people I've had on. Like we're closer oh, to the no. same age than most people. Yeah, because I think <laughs> a person's festival. Not that I don't feel young and not that you mm-hmm. don't feel young. But um, are you like, are you finding the shade people are throwing at the Chemical Brothers to be a bit much or what? Um. I am so sorry, but when I saw the lineup come out, I looked at my boyfriend. I was like, oh my God, am I too old? What is, I didn't know what the Chemical Brothers, I never heard of the Chemical Brothers. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so old. I don't even know like headliners anymore. He was like, babe, you're not too old. It's, you might just like, they're from way back when. And I- You might be too young. Yeah, apparently. So I was like, am I even living under a rock? How do I not know a headliner? Like I never even heard this headliner. And I just went straight onto YouTube and heard some stuff and I went, there's no way I'm not going to that show. Like that looks amazing, but I yeah I. And he's playing this. They're playing. He them, are playing they, the same night they. as they they. I guess the brothers should have probably called that one. Yeah, it's alright. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, same night as Logic. So, and City and Color. Ooh. Are you a City and Color fan? I was hoping we yeah. would get to that at some point because people have been trashing myself included. So if you if you yeah. want to defend them, this is the time. 100%. I love Sitting Color, always will. Huge Alex on Fire fan, though. And Alex on Fire would have been way better than Sitting Color at this festival. That it would have, it, I'm actually seeing Alex on Fire. Thank you, honey, for buying me a ticket. On the 15th of June, they're playing at the Budweiser stage in Toronto. Are they really? Yeah. So he bought me a ticket, and then I won two tickets to the, next, the show the night after. So we're going to go two nights in a row and just Alex on Fire it. Oh, really hard. <laughs> That's great. I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing them. I haven't seen them in like probably, I don't know, 10, 13, 14 years. Something like that. Same, Rock, well, I, I don't think I've ever seen them. And I, but I haven't really sat down and listened to them since my like high school days where it was just like so yeah, loud. Yeah. Lex on Fire, you know, the teenage angst that came with it. But I, I always loved Lex on Fire. So I'm really, <laughs> really stoked to be seen at the Budweiser stage. And I love sitting color. Dallas Green is amazing. His voice is pure just i guess literally music to my ears <laughs> so what is what is the draw like they're so different from city and color or from um alexis on fire i don't understand i never understood how, like made the jump outside of dallas green obviously like there's they don't really have anything else in common those two groups city and color and alexis on fire yeah uh well the 
no, I guess the only thing they really do have in common is Dallas's green, amazing voice. Dallas Green's amazing voice. So when I, um, the thing I always loved the most about Alex on Fire was always like the parts, like there was the screaming parts and stuff that really fed my teenage angst. But I always yeah. loved the parts where Dallas Green would be singing the choruses and they were so beautiful. And I, I think that's what made me like Lex on Fire so much. So then when Dallas Green kind of went solo, I, it was inevitable. I was following him wherever. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not a bad explanation. Um, yeah. I, I, I remember, uh, what is that song Lex on Fire does that was huge? Uh, well, there's a bunch of them, obviously, but, uh, but they could be anywhere in the world or it can be yeah. anywhere in the world or something mm-hmm. like that. That song is still, yeah, that still mm-hmm. bangs. Like when oh. I... So and if I'm like working out or something, I don't, my girlfriend and I go to the gym together now. So I don't always have my headphones on. We okay. try and give each other support. Yeah. But at the stairs, when you need like to really not hear yourself breathing, if you're running the stairs, that's a good tune. Still okay. love that. Still love that group. That's a great group to listen to. So I'm with you on that. Uh, what, el- what else are you into as far as music goes? Like we talked a bit about um, your Flume sort of hook. Did you go see Flume when he was part of What's So Not? Yep, I've seen what's so not a few times oh, in Australia. Yeah, it was really cool. I, uh, I still, I still remember. I'm, I'm just going way back to that set. I was like front row. I, I, I remember I was front row to what's so not, just watching them. And I was like, looking up, I was like, that looks like Flume. Is that an unborn person beside me? He's like, is that Flume up there? Jess, yes. Oh shoot. Sorry. Yeah, but, he's half, of, he's half of the pair. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, that looks just like. Yeah. So I've seen what's so not. They were. They were in Oshiega like my first year, weren't they? Like not was? I think. I don't know. I don't know. I've been going for like, this is my sixth year, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever remember seeing them. But <laughs> I, would love, I would pay big money to see them. That's like a, an act I would pay to see on, on their own. But What's So Not in Flume, I heard, I uh, can't remember where I was. It was somewhere on Reddit, maybe the Trap Music subreddit. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how Flume and What's So Not have like a, had like a not a falling out but had some kind of dispute that caused the group to split and they don't neither of them talk about it but i'd love to hear more about that because those guys together would be lethal they were lethal for a long time and they'd be lethal still but yeah, I, don't, I don't know what happened never be so lucky. Did happen because they don't play together anymore from what i've seen yeah they don't something and i did i happen. wanted what's not to come to this festival because i think mm-hmm. a lot of people were kind of looking across the pond across the pond, across the border at other festivals that were going on thinking like they might line up but weren't so lucky who else you hype to see besides the, the guys we talked about already i know there's like a i think anyway a pretty stacked undercard so if you want to give me like i don't know three or four people you want to defend your position on a few of these like <laughs> lesser known artists i'm all ears um well one so you know about jano's spotify playlist it's his oshiaga playlist right i think i started yeah. listening to it a little while ago yeah it's pretty good he's got there's a few i follow his is pretty good he does it every year he'll post like the top three four or five songs of every artist and you just go through and every year i, I find new people but this year uh i was listening to it and i got totally hooked on this french rap guy called fuki and i'm looking at the lineup right now and i are you sure he was even there john <laughs> this french rapper is fuki oh yes he is sunday like way towards the bottom f-o-u-k-i he fuki. started fuki Hey, it's like you. French. It's like French rap, kind of R and B, depending on the tunes. And as soon as I heard him, it was, I went, I need to see this guy. But seeing as on Spotify, I think there's only like five songs or something, and he's quite far down on the list here. I'm so scared he's going to be playing at like noon or one o'clock because I can never get to the festival that early. Are you one of these people who shows up at like three o'clock on Sunday? Like else, are you uh, generally? I mean, Sunday's hard, so I won't judge you by your Sunday attendance, <laughs> but. Like Friday, Saturday, are you getting there on time? Or are you kind of sleeping in 
night before it's, still night before still sticking with you a bit and you're taking it easy <laughs> it's so weird because during Oceaga it's like I'm so stoked to be alive and to be there that hangovers and stuff or tiredness it just it doesn't happen until like Monday Tuesday it's like I just like nope I'm in the moment so every day I kind of wake up with a skip in my step and I'm just like yeah let's go but the thing is I'm never going alone so it's it's we're always a crew of people so kind of you know how it is to kind of round up the troops and trying to get everyone to leave the house at the same time you always leave hours later so I remember last year I missed a couple bands but they were playing I think one was playing at like noon so that would have been really hard to go to but we usually try to get there around two three four at the latest two three four this is a three hour gap there (laughs) I know so I think so it's like two day one three day three and then a two and then on the last day it's usually like by four I'm like guys we need to go how many people do you go with? Are you guys like a big crew? Um, usually every year we're at least like uh, the first few years we had Airbnbs. I think the most we ever had an Airbnb was like six or seven. That's Airbnb. a lot for one yeah. place. Oh, yeah. So that that's probably the most I've ever gone with directly. But I mean, like the other East Coasters were saying on the on the podcast that you basically, you know, so many people that are going. So it's all it's like accommodation. It's just a couple people, but you get there and it's. I mean, all of New Brunswick, I swear, goes to this festival. It's the closest one and the only real big option we have other than like a couple small ones. So I find I go there and I run into like people from high school I haven't seen in years and people I didn't even know were going. It's it's pretty cool. It is really weird to hear someone say that. Uh, yeah, because I mean, a lot of the other East Coast guests would say it's like a rite of passage, which I had mm-hmm. never heard before. I've met a lot of East Coasters and it makes sense because pretty yeah. much everyone that comes on here is from the East Coast. But to hear you say you're meeting people from high school you haven't seen in years is a bit yeah. of a trend. Because I, I never see anybody I know at the festival, which is half the reason I like going. I don't want to run into people mm-hmm. from high school. If I want to do that, I would just do it in Hamilton or do it in Toronto. It's uh, a shock. I go, yeah, <laughs> I guess. But like, so when you guys, what, what is the, uh, I'll be honest, I am mm-hmm. probably as big, um, what's the best way to put it? I am as big a delay, a cause of delay for my group, much smaller than six. Like usually I go with like three or four. I think this year I might even just be going with two. Hmm. So I'm usually a big cause of delay. My problem is that I always want to finish the drink I have poured and I always Hmm. pour one too late and I always pour one too strong. And also I just need to hear one more song that I've been meaning to listen to during the pre-drink. What is the major cause of delay for the East Coast like crew of six people? Uh, I mean, thinking about last year, it's like, let's get this game of beer pong done. And it's the same thing where we were, so it was just me and my boyfriend that went last year and we had our own little place, but then a bunch of our friends were in an Airbnb nearby. So we would go there first and we get there and like 13 people. I'm like, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. And there's beer pong happening. And people are like, another drink, I'm gonna have some food. Someone walks off, someone's on the phone. It's just, I think the more people you are, are you playing ping pong? Am I? Yeah. No, why? I'm, I'm hearing like. Oh, I'm like flipping a chat. Oh. <laughs> you can hear like playing ping pong. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not. That would be. That would be. Yeah, a bit much. Multitasking is great. But I was I, honestly, it's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah, remember what we're talking about. We're talking about the delays. Maybe <laughs> it's you causing the delays. You don't know what's going on. It's taking your time. Who are you again? Why am I yeah. here? <laughs> Whose headphones are these? <laughs> yes, I because I, I always want to know and. Uh, I asked Julia too. I think I asked her. I already asked Yara, one of the other girls. I feel like it's way harder for a chick to get ready in a in like a short-ish period of time. Especially if you sleep in, you got people like in your face ready to go at one o'clock or two mm-hmm. o'clock. 
it's hard for us like jump out of bed and they're like i'm ready to go let's go i'm like it's hard but it's hard for it's hard for us to like get out of bed and then when we're up you're right we like i'm ready to go an hour Mm -hmm. later i don't want to like hang around and do anything i'm ready to like go unless music starts playing like i said then yeah i'm causing problems but a lot um, of the time too i find with big groups everyone kind of agrees on a band that they want to see first they're going they look at the lineup and say okay so this person's playing at this time do we all agree let's go for that person and then there'll be one person usually me who wants to see this random person play on a tiny side stage like hours before and i mean when it comes to a lot of people they want to it's also cheaper to stay there and have a couple more drinks before going so i I, now i'm thinking about last year we would kind of just all agree on who we wanted to see that was playing first in the day and we kind of arranged around that can you like at the end of the festival can you go to work at the montreal airport would you like to fly out or something like that like is that an option you have i just oh. thought about that i'm like that would be sick because i hate to drive home it'd be wicked if you could like just hop on for like a day shift or whatever flight attendants do oh. and just like be in toronto yeah so i'm actually based out of toronto but i the last uh, couple of years i have flown from toronto to montreal for the festival which has been amazing because the three years two years before that we drove like Donna was saying the 10 hour drive from moncton yeah, it's brutal. It's going to be pretty brutal. So last two years, I've flown with my flight benefits. And I, I'm based out of Toronto, so you can't start work in Montreal. But, um, yeah, we so Chris and I flew there last year as well. Too bad. That's not as sweet a deal as I thought it would be. That would be, like, really decent if you could fly there and fly out. What, what flight benefits do you have? This might be, like, too personal a question, but I'm curious about, like, what exactly a flight benefit is for someone who works as a flight attendant. If you so, say you fly for free, I'm going to probably throw my chapstick across the room. I wish I flew for free, but I honestly, compared to how much flights are, I pretty much do fly for free. Uh, basically, I, um, as a flight attendant or as a gate agent or a pilot, anyone who works in the industry, we just all pay the airport taxes. So depending from which airport to which airport you fly to, and usually Pearson being the most expensive, unfortunately, um, it just, yeah, they just add up the taxes and it's standby flying so i mean um if the flight's full you're not getting on you basically get on if there's a seat available that's so not that's not a bad deal though no. that's pretty good like i'm not throwing my chapstick but it's still pretty good <laughs> throwing my chapstick i yeah, can't say i've heard that one <laughs> it's not bad maybe that'll be the one i put on a t-shirt for this episode usually the guest gets something to put on a t-shirt you yeah. haven't yet but we, we have time that? to go the little the little newfie little newfie guy who said like Sad and depressed, but fun or something. Dark, dark, dark in a fun way or something like that. Yeah, I forgot after I said it. But. I listened to it today, um, and I was just like, same, buddy. I get it. I get what you mean. <laughs> Do you, are you, can you comment on tent parties that the other uh, East Coasters are talking about? Because I've What's had, I, 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 won't, I won't go into like too many details because mm-hmm. I don't remember all of them, but I, I think it was the Willers episode where we talked about like people drinking and having a DJ spinning in a tent. And I won't say who it was, but someone else like reached out to me on Instagram and said, "Hey, I heard this episode, and they gave me the name of the DJ. I haven't oh. looked into this yet, but they gave me this guy's name. Ah, uh, what was his name? I thought you googled him during the episode. I thought you, uh, not the DJ, not oh. the DJ. He didn't know the guy's name. Um, oh. I got, I got to find this. Do you know yeah, about these stories? Like, is this something you know about? Like the bush parties, like kind of just everyone meets up and like." somewhere in the woods or anywhere and you just kind of all drink yeah yeah i mean yeah. It's, it's a thing it's a thing in the small towns <laughs> i had no idea about that yeah i mean the, we, the guy's we, name is dj chad cole chad he, cole yeah and the the message says he legit dj's every high school field party oof is he still like how old is he DJ high school party i don't know mm-hmm. he's your, he's your 
Probably I not you mine. Got a couple of patients. Uh, I don't know. Unless you're paying, I don't know what's a high school. What's what? What can thirty high school get together? Hundred bucks in a Mickey from their parents' cabinet? Like I don't know. What, what's the charge on that party? I mean, hundred bucks in a Mickey. I'll DJ at your party. <laughs> yeah, let me get my Spotify ready. No <laughs> I'll just play my Spotify playlist. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll send you a few songs. This is me. <laughs> are you are you hyped for um, some of these like? There's, I don't know if I call them like chill EDMX, but they're definitely not like yeah. s- like straight hour long something. Like Lewis the Child, Hill. I am big on Rufus is going to be mm-hmm. huge. Are you mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Lewis the Child? Yes, yes, Lewis the Child. Rufus Defend Sewell, the position. I am Power, big on just, Lewis. There's so much like chill kind of electronic this year, and I'm I'm living for it. I'm so I I love it. I I love I love Rufus the Soul, and their album just came out, and I abused it. I played it so much, so I. I have to see your still. Yeah, they played a few what? years ago. Is it one guy? It might be two guys. Ooh, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, I don't remember now. I've seen I a couple of videos. I always make that mistake. I never know. Like, I listen to music. And I'm like, this guy or, or them or he or I don't I, I got to look now. This is, as I always say, the, the podcast with the least production value and the least preparation. <laughs> like, I literally, I literally, couch, my mom was watching, uh, what is that show? Van, Vander, it's either Vanderpump Rules or the other show where she is a housewife. I don't know which one it is, but there there was a TV show on. I'm like, you got to wake me up in 15 minutes. I have to do a podcast at eight. Like that's what I'm, I'm sleeping at at 7:45. That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's that's how I'm. It's more that way. It's it's very raw. It's a raw podcast, you know. It's, I guess, um, yeah. I don't know I if mean, people are out. so fast. I'm just Google something. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, true. Rufus the Soul is three people, so we were both wrong. Oh, we're close. okay. Yeah, I mean, three words, three people. I guess mm-hmm. that's like telling, but. I'm, you I'm, see this, uh, Lewis the Child and Rufus the Soul are on the same day. What are you going to do Lewis. at the same time? Lewis? Lewis, Lewis, for sure. What are you going to mm-hmm. do? I would say Lewis for sure. Lewis is like, Lewis the Child, for, yeah. for, my, for my money, like they got the lower, the lower, sorry, the higher floor of the two groups. The, the worst Lewis the Child song you're going to hear is better than the worst Rufus the Soul song you're going to hear. And right now, the song that's probably getting the most burn on my Spotify, the last like, four or five weeks is slow down love by Lewis and child, which is like an absolute like certified dinger, but it's like pretty, it's pretty chill though. It's not super, super hard. It's something I you can like play at a house party. T-shirt. Certified dinger. Yeah. Maybe that'll, t-shirt. dinger. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the t-shirt. Maybe that'll be the t-shirt. I think I said, so I said today, certified honker or something like that. I don't remember. There's a lot of good ways to describe music you like. Uh, I don't know if I'd put them all on t-shirts, but those two I would. That'd be something I'd screen print. I'm pretty stoked for Kate Trinata. I haven't seen them since I lived in Australia. Montreal boy. Yeah. Yeah. That, so he's a lo- he's yeah he's local. He's local. Oh shit! No. Well then. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw him very far from home. What's he doing in Australia? I can't believe he was there. Uh, I don't know. It was I went to maybe twelve festivals in a year when I lived there. It was out of control. Excuse but me. I know. <laughs> they have festivals all the time. Every weekend. There's at least one or two festivals going on in Australia. And in the summer, it is, I've never seen that before because the first festival I'd ever been to is when I lived there and it did not stop for a year. And then I moved back. I went to Oceaga maybe two months after. So I was still in the festival zone. And then I didn't go to another festival until Oceaga the year after. Oh my God. The withdrawal. Yeah. I just, I remember being like, no, it's, I mean, I slowly got used. I think the next year I went, I also went to Il Sonic like the weekend after just because I wanted more. But. Yeah, that I think that's the case for a lot of people. I know mm-hmm. a, a buddy of mine who, like, I'm, I'm, I would say, like, we're friends. He's like the only like real friend I've made 
going to the festival year in year out. Dan and his and his wife, uh, fiance, they were girlfriend and boyfriend when I met him, but they're fiance now. Oh yeah, congrats, guys. Yeah, they're dope. He did episode two. He's a good dude. Oh, um, dude. And uh, I know they were saying they want us to stay down, my buddy and I, and like to bring our girlfriends down for the week and do like the the city. But uh, this kind of leads me to my next question, and the next question is for people who are. Uh, you know, with a, with a little gray in their beard, like you and I, mm-hmm. how long does that uh, hangover, and you know, both the physical and the emotional hangover from that weekend last for you? Oh my god! Because like I, I can't stay and do two weeks. Like I can't do Il Sonique the week after. I can't even do a couple of days in Montreal. Like I just want to go home to my bed and my dog. It's not as easy as it used to be, uh, honestly. And I remember when I did, like, when I lived in Australia, I was it was years ago, so I was just bouncing back like every morning I'd be like yeah let's go whatever no hangovers but the year I did Oceaga I came back to Toronto because I was flying and that whole week until I had to fly back on Thursday I was like just I was sad because Oceaga was done yet another year but also just recovering from just dancing and standing and drinking and you know whatever it's Um, tough yeah, so I remember going, like, I had promised my friend, and she said, come to Sanik, she had a place for me. So I'd already bought my ticket, but I remember thinking, like, am I going to do this again? Am I, <laughs> am I doing it again? And it was only two days, and it was okay. And, I mean, I don't go to many purely electronic festivals anymore, um, So, but they are very uplifting. So I think just the constant electronic music going from every stage, I was kind of like, okay, I'm not just going to... I can't just sit down and watch it. Like it's, I have to. It's kind of tough to like just sit and like enjoy a beef jerky, you know, whatever (laughs) beef jerky stick while you're watching uh, EDM acts. So you, so you like those Sonique. Tell me something. I have two buddies, uh, Dan and Chris, uh, who, who I hope hear this episode. Dan actually runs the cactus store that sponsored a few of these uh, episodes. So shout out to Dan and, and craft cacti. I won't charge you for that read. Uh, you yeah, you should buy a cactus. Everyone should buy a cactus because they're cool as all hell. And Dan is like the most passionate guy I know. I'm going to give a quick plug here to Dan, okay? Mm-hmm. Dan yeah. is a guy who grows cactuses. We work together. He's a very technically competent guy. I won't say what we do for work, but he's a very technically competent guy. I'll leave it at that. He's the kind of guy that will grow a cactus for you, okay, if, if that's what you want. I ripped uh, a shoe at a club like two years ago, a Nike Presto, and oh, one of those like all season ones with like the weird kind of outer shell. And right. I gave it to him and I'm like, can you fix this for me? Like, do you have something to fix this? He goes, hey, like, let me see. Two days later, the guy sends me a text from Granada or whatever island he's on. He's on vacation right now. And, Granada? you know, Granada, I don't know where it is. It's like some oh. tropical island. You ever heard of it? You're a flight attendant. You should know where it is. I should. I know there's yeah. a Granada in Nicaragua and I've been there. So maybe that's, that's- it. It's a, it's a city or town. Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's city. not. I believe it's Granada or the other one. They're the capital, but I'm yeah. sure there's an island. There's Wait, I gotta island. find. I gotta find that out. But he sends me a text and he says, uh, "In the in this cabinet behind two locked doors at work, th- your shoe is there. Should be dry, ready to go. Shoe looks brand new. This guy is a miracle worker. And so Dan, I hope you reconsider going to Veld this year over Oshiega. Jess, that leads me to my next question. Could you ever defend or see yourself going to Veld over Oceaga? Not in a million years. Like, no. What, and, and what no. is it about? It's, it's is it that Cardi Veld. B is playing and you have to pay to see her? Is that really what gets you? Because that's really what gets me. <laughs> I won't lie. I do follow Cardi B on Instagram. Uh, and uh, fuck her live videos lie. sometimes. I'm like, why am I even listening? 
I can't get enough. I don't know about like I I I like I I follow her on Instagram, whatever. I'm sucked in. I might follow a couple Kardashians, whatever. It's no big deal. But I yeah, I know what you mean. Like um, her headlining is nothing against it really. But I love festivals like Oceaga, like Way Home, like Splendor in the Grass. I went in Australia, where you get every kind of music. So depending on the mood you're in, how you're feeling, if it's the end of the night, like you can kind of pick what kind of music you're feeling and I remember a couple years ago when Radiohead played it was the end of the night and I was kind of just like chilling I was dying down and it was just so nice to sit on the hill so happy we're getting the hill back this year yes Yes. oh my gosh I started sitting on the hill sitting there watching Radiohead and being like this is just what I needed right now whereas electronic music festival so much fun I had a great time in my early 20s going to many electronic music festivals but there's there's no there's no chill time it's <laughs> for us old bucks I mean it's just there's no chill it's just constantly like EDM which I do love yes but I love a good mix of music like that's what I love about Oshiag every year there's electronic stages indie bands there's rappers there's hip-hops there's everything and there's French rappers who I'm again Fuki you have to listen to him so show to Fuki man he's getting Fuki. Yeah. Come it's on the show, Fuki. You're low on the. <laughs> Honestly, maybe you will. Yeah. I'll send him a message on Instagram. I don't know how many followers <laughs> he has. Let's see. You got to get him. You got to get him on. He's got under like 10K. Maybe he'll answer me. Yeah, that could be all right. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about the Hill because you're, you're a vet. Johnny mm-hmm. was a vet. And uh, there's not too many of us out there. So yep. what, what, uh, what have you heard about the new festival setup? Because I've, I've given my spiel on the show a bunch mm-hmm. of times. Like I've heard there's like a terraformed like amphitheater like the Budweiser stage I've heard they're just building an amphitheater that's like a way bigger and they're just going to run two stages side by side without like even the gap that they had before what have you heard and uh what are you looking forward to the only thing I heard I didn't know that they're putting the stages together that's really cool because at the end of the night the main headliner will be on like one stage but all the all the screens will be playing like I'm just thinking Florence the Machine my first year yeah she like closed the last day or the first day or something and she was on all four screens, but she was only on one half stage. So, so did you say that they were going to have like one big stage? It's all open. This is this is what I've heard. Uh, somebody okay. DM me that, and I haven't like. I really hope that'd be cool. Yeah, I haven't heard like it's going to be huge or anything, but I've heard that they're going to at least consider like you're ta- like you're describing it. Mm. That's exactly the problem I think they're trying to solve is the half stage with four screens for the end of the night because it doesn't make sense. You got these guys who are top bills and they they get half of the, you know, half of the room mm-hmm. and half of the pyro production that they probably could have otherwise. So that's what I've heard. I, I don't know, but I hope I it goes well. I heard about the hill. I heard that they were going to make the hill less steep and more long, more, more long. It's just, because yeah. you know, the hill was decently steep, but you yes. can only sit so many people on it. They're going to kind of like lower it, but make it longer. So it's still a hill, whereas if you're sitting at the top, you can see over people, but apparently they'll be able to see way more people, which I'm super into because Usually me at the end of every night, my legs are tired because I've been jumping and dancing. I do not stop dancing all day until the end of the day. So it's to have more room on the hill. I think I'm just so excited to have that hill back, let alone have it be able to sit more people. What about the mist machine? Do you hear anything about that? I can't talk about the mist machine because I haven't heard. But I I am very curious about how, because man, I think a lot of people last year, for better or worse, like speaking of like, you know, missed connections and, you know, festival love affairs, how many people you think met up and got uh, involved with each other, we'll say, to, to keep it PG, mm-hmm. at that like uh, water fountain thing? All of them. 
You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that thing was so bright, man. It was like, what so. Was that? I don't know, but like, there's nothing better than like at 4 p.m. The sun is just blaring. You're dying of heat, and you just do like a quick run through that. But I, I've done that before, and it's just like a quick kind of cool down. But there's people who are just straight up sitting in there, hanging there's out. There's a lot of there, people like drenched. I would say there's a lot of people slinging fluid in that. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> It's not good. I don't want to be in your, involved in your fluid. Probably slinging. a couple pink eye cases from that. Hundred percent, man. Conjunctive is nothing. To anyone who like works around children knows this, mm-hmm. and so like I, I hate to say it, but I coach a team, like a high school team, and those kids don't wash their hands. Like you gotta be really careful. I, I can just know. imagine when people in a field are like absolutely bombed out and depleted in the middle of the day. Well, my friend works in like a childcare or whatever, and she's. She was messaging us in the group chat this week. She's like, sorry, girls. Like, I'm really, really sick. One of the kids in my class was sick. And now all of the teachers and all of the parents <laughs> and all of the kids have this crazy stomach flu. I went, all of you? Every They closed down the school for like a week because it was just everyone just got aggressively sick. I- <laughs> Non-festival time for the old dogs. I don't know. Johnny might be able to this too mm-hmm. if uh if he's around but oh, yeah, he's here. so tell me something <laughs> do you feel like schools close now based on nothing at all they just close when it's raining close when it's cold close when no one feels like going in because that's what i feel like now it was never like that when i was a kid i had to go to school every day i mean do they close they close school for anything really back when i was in high school we had maybe two days in a row they closed down because of snowstorms but that's east coast snowstorms where you literally can't get out your door there's just so much snow but nowadays do they cancel school for all sorts of weird reasons my little brother was off for a week and a half what why yeah, this year can you hear john yeah oh perfect my was little it brother what is off for a week and a half what is weather really inclement on the fourth i can't day? hear you joey but <laughs> is weather is it all about weather though that was, all- was all weather what was the weather like freezing rain and hurricanes well, the office was- I just- I think it's just because, I mean, more and more they're trying to cancel school when the weather's bad. But then, say one day they don't cancel school and, and one school bus kind of runs off the highway or something, then I think things get, like anything else, rules get tighter and stuff. So it's sad to say, but maybe there's just been more accidents. Or... It's, been, it's been a general a general softening of society, I feel well, now. That- for sure. And I realized that too when I when I travel overseas to certain countries where no one's wearing helmets, there's no rules, people are standing in the back of the trucks, <laughs> no seatbelts. I'm like, we are so soft. Like, seriously, <laughs> yeah, like one are. kid falls on his bike and it's like against the law not to wear helmets now. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. There's like We're getting soft. I can't I can't mm-hmm. drive my car without hitting a speed bump like more than a hundred meters. I have this theory, I think I mentioned this on another show, where like mm-hmm. if you want to know how many speed bumps you're how many speed bumps and stop signs you're gonna have take a look at how many uh how many yeah. pairs of lululemon pants pushing strollers you see in the middle of the day because everyone wants to defend maybe guys are just as bad for this too but lululemon mm-hmm. pants and strollers is easier to say and Chris would uh, love talking to you about this because he grew up in um suburb mississauga so, so he, he'll knows, know he'll know he'll all know. about this chris we got to got to get you on man we got to get you on we're a little busy and next week chris but mm-hmm. pretty soon we're gonna have time for another recording so we can make this happen, Chris. Uh, we should Jess, do it in person because we all live in uh, Southern Ontario. I'm down, man. I, definitely I had to ask down. Chris if we lived in Southern Ontario. Super embarrassed. I was like, uh, mentioning Southern Ontario. Are we Southern Ontario? He's like, yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, oh. I was like you know what? That makes sense. CN Golden Tower, horseshoe. And then there's the water, and that's the state. So we're obviously it was <laughs> pretty pretty far south. Go I'm so south clueless when it comes to Ontario because having moved from New Brunswick and Ontario being so big, and I'm constantly meeting people, and they're like, I'm from Newmarket, I'm from Oshawa, I'm from Paris. I'm like, where are these places? I I don't know. I'm slowly learning though. I'm slowly getting um, more and more used to like Toronto and the outside areas, but I'm still such a noob sometimes. Do you have a car? No, no, I sold so, it when I moved so, to Toronto. So yeah, this is this is I think the key problem with people from Toronto is that without a car, how would you ever go to any of these places? Even the no. even the suburbs really close to you, you'd never visit them. There's no point. All these people that I meet from there are usually people I work with, pilots, other flight attendants and stuff. And yeah, they, they all have cars and they all talk yeah. about, there's a high, obviously you know this, but it blows my mind every time that there's a highway in Toronto that if you take it, it costs $40. That you, is yeah, robbery. The, four, the, the 407? 407? Yeah, the yeah, 407. And you, you can't charge $40 to someone to drive on a highway. That, Tell me how you feel about that to drive home from Oshaga because I guarantee you pay twice that to get through traffic on that holiday well that's the thing so we do the 10-hour drive but it's it's a cruise it's so easy but apparently I've never done the drive Toronto to Montreal I've only ever flown because we do it's that a night it's a time. nightmare it's I've, a nightmare well even sometimes very rarely if I'm spoiling myself I'll take an uber to work if I'm late or whatever and the uber will go on the highway and I'm and it's always just it makes me anxious I can't believe how many lanes there are Everyone's driving everywhere. And if there's traffic, like, that's it. You're living on that highway for the next hour. There's nothing you can do about it. I think you just gave me the t-shirt line. And the t-shirt line is, I can't believe how many lanes there are. That's good. That's good. With, like, a picture of the 403 green sign on the top. And then they had the audacity to charge me $40 to drive? Like, what? It's a bargain. You you know how long a 13-hour drive is when you can't keep your eyes open? Like, there's not enough Tim Hortons in the world. Not enough double-double coffee syrup on the planet to keep you going for like a 14 hour drive after, by the way, you drove there in seven hours, three days before, and oh, you yeah. were in a lot better shape mentally, physically, any kind of metric you want to use. You were better off three days ago. And, and you're just, just so cooked. stoked too. On the first yeah. day, I swear the drive, like I've only done it two years when I lived in New Brunswick and the drive on the way there, like you're pretty much dancing the whole way up and just talking. I'm going to see this person, this person so hyped for this person. Oh my God. And at that time you obviously know the schedule. So yeah. When, do you when do we get the schedule like when do we all have our hearts broken by over probably not till i don't know june ish gosh anyway so on the way there you kind of you you're, you're arguing with your friends because obviously you want your friends to be with you you're like no we have to do this we have to do that we have to go here there and you get and all of a sudden you're in montreal and you're at your airbnb and the next thing you know it's day one day two day three and then it's day four and you're driving home and it's just everyone stinks everyone's just gross everyone's tired Thanks it's disgusting. Dono for always driving home. He drove. He said that. Day. Yeah, he drives. Yeah. yeah. He, one day, one year, we took my car, and I didn't drive it once. <laughs> That's truly like the best contribution to make. Here's the wheel, and you can play Jesus. 100%. Take it. I did my see part. It in a week. Yeah. That's that's the I best. I helped. I offered a car. Do you guys uh, like how many how many deep do you drive with? Because you said you stay like six. Six is tough to fit in a, in one we car. We try not so you, to do four in one car just because having a middle bitch seat for. Okay, sorry, can I swear? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's yeah, a podcast. <laughs> I don't. I don't have to run this through before I publish it, so it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So having someone in the middle a bitch seat, as I said, yeah. um, for that long of a drive is just. We try to avoid it. I don't think we've ever done it. We've always had four. Never f- five is like if someone really needs to drive last minute, like I think people will be like, Hey, you can come with us. You're not going to not go to Oceaga. But four is like the 
prime number. Five is unfair. Five is unfair. We rented a truck last year or like an SUV. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we didn't want to do the, the four guys in the car. It was all right. On the way there, sure, like, cool. But on the way back, it's just not. Nah, nah it's, it's brutal. Plus, you your stuff is never fights. as neat. Mm-hmm. You, you, there's shit all over the place. It's, Friendships yeah, it's are not ending. Good. Yeah, <laughs> friendships are probably ending in the back. There's not nearly as snap and Instagram stories going up on the way no, home. Because no one, nobody looks ready, no matter what you put on you still no, look let's like get all those filters on no, oh my think. god you could i think <laughs> i think even with like the best kind of filters you'd still you'd still be wanting that's for sure that's i've seen a lot of know. people like bombed out on the way home they just look terrible and, like the 401 <laughs> it's awful you can tell exactly who's been partying all weekend oh my god you know too it was like donna was saying i think was it donna saying in his uh, podcast how you know who's driving up to Oceaga because that was just, him yeah yeah. yeah yeah you're driving past these cars and it's just like the car's like bouncing like Snoop Dogg style, just like everyone's just like, yeah, we're going to check it on the way home. It's just like four people or three people passed out, and the driver just like holding his eyes open with two fixed, being like, "Fuck, I have to well, get there." It is true. Like in Ontario, it's a little bit different because once, like from Hamilton, anyway, once you get through Toronto, you start to see like a little bit of the weekend, you know, cottage crowd, cool. And then once you get to Kingston, that's when you start to see people with like. You know, they got the festival sunglasses. There's like, uh, you know, prismatic owls on everybody's hats and shirts. And you're like, Hawaiian oh, okay. shirts. Yeah, yeah. I know love Hawaiian shirts. I know where you're going. Hawaiian shirts. Hawaiian shirts, the board shorts, and like just like, I guess people, do people still wear shutter shades, LMFAO style? Oh my gosh, am I old? Kanye and LMFAO. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think everyone like, picture with shutter shades at some bar that, of course, they do not own. Thank I never you. owned a pair, but I got plenty of those going around. Oh yeah, no, uh, I have like even my boyfriend too. He so he works in media, so he constantly gets all these trinkets, I call it, because it just clutters up his room. But he gets like Spotify glasses, Facebook glasses, he gets like Twitter, like just those like those proper square colored glasses. He's got millions of them. He even has a pair of those Snapchat glasses, the ones you can actually record Snapchat on them. The spectacles, yeah. The spectacles. I've never used them. I don't even think he has, but he gets all this free stuff. So like when it comes to every day, I'm kind of like, I don't feel like wearing a bright neon yellow pair of sunglasses today. But when it comes to Oceaga, it's just like, yeah, frick, I got all these. And you, it doesn't matter if you lose them. or It's exactly right. It's all disposable that weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever come home with a pair of sunnies. Do you know it's been uh, already an hour? So like I said, before you know it, you've torn through like the majority an of hour? your time on the pod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, did I talk too much? You didn't. It was great. I told you, you just got to let loose. <laughs> Listen, everyone has like a different approach. I try and mm-hmm. tell people before the show starts, just like I told you, just talk and talk mm-hmm. and talk because nobody gives a shit what I have to say. I'm just I here to talking. put the podcast up. Oh, I, I can tell. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it makes for a good show. You and Johnny both did a good job. Uh, there's been a, been a number of guys who have done a, as well a good job in a different uh, respect. People have done some more homework on the lineup than either of us have, it sounds like. Oof. uh so yeah. that's good yeah i mean i don't are we meeting up like i saw on the subreddit we we're gonna try to do like a meetup at Oceaga. is that happening i'm down i'm, I'm down. So down i i want to do uh because like the, there's like that chat feature in the reddit so have you seen mm-hmm. this yeah yeah i get the so, text on my phone it doesn't nothing makes sense so there's a chat feature on the reddit i am like half thinking that we could move it to slack because i don't know like how many people want to be in the reddit i know there's like a group that's like an offshoot of a group that started years ago that's asking mm-hmm. people like DM to get in. But I might just start like a Slack thing and say, look, if you want to join up, this is what you do. Just take the link and we can talk there. And then I, I do, I do want to do a meetup. Everybody says this to me. You're saying it during the show. Yeah. But everybody says it after the show. Like, let's do a meetup, set up, set up a meetup, set up something for the weekend of. 
so yeah, I'd like to do it. That would well, be sick. Well, who told me. He was, because he's the one who's like on the subreddit a lot. So I just, he tells me what's going on. I don't even have to go on. Thank yeah. you, Gambins. But he, <laughs> he was the one saying that looks like there's going to be a meetup. I went, that's amazing. Just let me know when I will go with you. So yeah, it would be dope to get everybody mm-hmm. in one room. Um, okay. So typically at the end of these shows, I try and bang rapid fire questions. I don't yeah. do a good job with it because the people answering do the, the same thing they do during the podcast. They just like rip off, you know, long extended answers, which is fine. I don't really care. I'll because, make well, you don't have to, because that, the beauty of podcasting, not only can you swear, but there's no time limit. So it doesn't matter what I say or what I put up. It's fine. As long as like, you know, I don't incriminate myself anyway, I should be fine mm-hmm. with uh, whatever, whatever you say. So we'll go with, uh, we'll go with like, I have two new questions today that I, I thought about, uh, I thought about this morning, listening to another podcast. What is the word? Like, what is the most mind blowing thing you've ever heard? Like the most mind blowing that, you know, I don't or in general, in general, you tell me well, something mind-blowing you it's going to like blow people away who've never heard it before. The most mind-blowing thing I have ever heard. Oh, man. I wish I knew these questions before. <laughs> it's not as fun if I you tell know, you. It's like when before. someone asks you, put on a song, and all of a sudden you can't remember any music you've ever heard in your life. And <laughs> yeah, like, I know that feeling. Music. <laughs> um, um, the most mind-blowing thing I know. Honey, what's the most mind-blowing thing I know? John has the same birthday as me. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that is a good one. The, the lined-up birthdays is good. After two Oceagas, my darling boyfriend still wants to be with me. So that's, that's he is mind, the most patient man. Mind blowing. Okay, mind Chris. Blowing. Sh- shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Uh, I will. I will tell you the most mind blowing. I know that's half the reason yes. I wanted. To. Okay, Perfect. so think about me. think about this. When it comes to the universe, okay, only one of these two things has to be true. Either the universe has always existed. Or it didn't exist, and now it does. Oh. Think that over. Well, Let me know. When did always start? I don't know. Always. <laughs> Forever. I don't know, man. Another show, like, the other day, and I thought, holy Christ. It's you a show. And you realize how tiny you are. I know. Oh, I know. Oh. It's just like, a, you know, <laughs> 20,000 people jumping around at a show August long weekend suddenly seems very insignificant. Um, but that's all right, man. It's a little, it's a little thing that make people tick. So I'm glad to be a part of it. Um, so I'll ask you this. You, I, I, the only research I do for these shows is I poke through people's Instagram a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I know that you are going to answer this question and probably blow the other guests out of the water, but what is the <laughs> most likes you have on an Instagram post? Oh, um, uh, I think a couple hundred, maybe a couple hundred. May I, I don't have you. I don't have your thing open. Um, I think I've gotten over 200 on like maybe a, a selfie where I was wearing a bit less clothing as it works as Instagram is. Yeah. That's um, the, uh, I, th- the- I think I've hit over 200 before. Yeah. I think I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> over 200. Let's see. Yeah. Couple one thirties. You actually Ooh. didn't win this. I thought for sure you were going to win this just because no? of the pure volume, but you didn't. There's, <laughs> there's kids younger than. Uh, you or I who are throwing up 300 for pictures well, of like way to get followers with hashtags and stuff that I think I just never really learned. Uh, I just kind of go with it. I don't really use hashtags often. So when I do get a couple hundred likes, it's kind of all the people I know. I mean, to a certain extent, there's the authentic like internet friends, there's like uh, 
because I lived in Moncton and grew up in Fredericton and now I live in Toronto. So just there, I have a lot of people that I know. That's good. And this is like the most wholesome. Supportive. <laughs> supportive of your Instagram p- uh, feed. That's good. That's good to hear. Kids yeah. now, they treat likes like currency. So Right? Yeah, you can buy followers. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm positive at least a few of the people on my Instagram feed do that. I'm 100% sure. But why? Because if you buy followers, know. they're not necessarily liking your photos. It just, when you go on the profile, it says, I have this many followers. Is that it is so empty. powerful? I don't know, man. People love that kind of stuff. I don't know what to yeah. say about it. My the podcast has 86 and they're very much more like, whenever I have a question about like, what does TBH mean? Or what does, <laughs> what did I have to ask the other day? FFS? For fuck's sake. Oh my God. Sake, I, yeah, like, yeah. I just, every day I'm like, this is it. Like I'm, I'm, I mean, my hair's going to be gray. I'm going to be full of wrinkles. I don't know anything. I have to go in urban dictionary for everything. Cause I don't know. But I always go to my sisters time. for this stuff. Yeah. Uh, God bless them. They'll help my you out. My sister Marissa is so, she's so Instagram good. Is What's that- up Marissa? Is she coming to the festival? She was going to for her first time, but being 18 and kind of following her friends, her friends were like, the Veld lineup's better. And my little oh, sister no, loves Kygo. I know. I know. Oh. Oh my god! I know, and I looked at her and I went, you know what? You're 18. Go to Veld. I was actually gonna bash a bit that Veld is all ages because that's like a people don't realize it's all ages. I just think they got not 18 year olds. Uh, Okay. No, I I know it's all ages, but you know, like I I feel like, and also Veld is significantly cheaper. I mean, yeah, it's it's only like 100 bucks. It's a day less, but. I, when she told me that, she was like, oh, friends want to go to Feld now because of the lineup. Because the lineup was like less kind of, uh, less Cardi B, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think she had a place to stay in Toronto as opposed to Montreal, which I was surprised about. And it's not uh, even with me because it's the same weekend as Oceaga. So I was like, you can't even stay with me. I feel bad. It's such yeah. a letdown to hear that young people are choosing Veld. Have fun, Marissa. Is it Marissa? People. Did Jono tell you about... He booked a hotel room for him and like five people, and they all bailed because they're going to Veld. But they he already me, paid. They already paid. Me, well, for this year? <laughs> yeah, for this year. They all paid before the oh lineup came out. God. And if the lineup is really going to be that big of an issue, you shouldn't book hotels beforehand. Like, if I could have bought my Oceaga tickets before the lineup came out, I would have. I, I was going to go no matter what. Oceaga yeah, never think- disappoints. I always find new music. I always end up on a side stage and I'm like, who is this person? This is amazing. And uh, it's, I mean, I might be biased because I'm obsessed with Oshiaga, but I guess I get it. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I mean, look, it's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's a good like way to wet your whistle for festivals. Well, that's maybe. the way you're reacting is literally me. I was Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what else, I don't know what else to say. I exactly. I was like, I don't know what to say. If you're asking me for my opinion, Oshiaga will be better. But if all your friends are going to Veld, go to Veld. You'll get and it next I'll- year, little pal. You'll get it next year. <laughs> You'll figure it out. No problem. What's your, uh, right now, on your Spotify? Or are you, mm-hmm. Apple, are you Apple Music or are you Spotify? I am Spotify. On your Spotify. As of, as of quite recently, actually, because my mom was paying for family sharing Apple. So me and my sisters were kind of nervous to ask her to switch to Spotify in case she'd be like, all right, but you guys pay for it. So we were on Apple Music for a long time until... My sister Marissa, shout out to her again, great with words, convinced mom <laughs> to pay for family sharing on Spotify. So we are on Spotify now. It's pretty cheap. It's only like 10 bucks a month. Yeah. No, it, it's yeah. the same price as Apple Music, but I think we didn't want to remind her that she was still paying for her Apple. 
Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. You're the best. Thanks, mom. On your Spotify, (laughs) what is the song you have like blasting the most right now? Not the one with the most plays from you, but like what's your favorite song these days? Right now is actually an artist going to Oshiaga. And thanks again to John playlist. When this, I was playing the playlist on Shuffle and this song came up, and this guy's voice just like, I, I couldn't believe it. I loved it. I loved it so much. And this guy called Ryan Beatty. Do you know who that is? He's, I don't. He's playing this year at Oshiaga, and he, was, he came up on the playlist, and the song Haircut, I have been listening to on repeat, and I just, his voice is amazing, and he's great, and I'm going to have to figure out when he's playing. Oh, Ryan Beatty. Here we go. Friday, day one. Friday. But again, very far down in the list, so maybe yeah, I see very him early in the day. Oh my gosh, Francis in the Lights. I didn't even notice. Is this another guy? I should, I should like DM this guy. I DM JPEG, because that's why JPEG I really want to come on the podcast. Yeah, I really <laughs> want him to come on. That would be great. I would listen. I mean, I'm going to listen to all of them, but I I would totally listen to that one. (laughs) I want that guy to come on. He looks nuts. And I want, I want to talk. I heard about Francis and the lights because he did a song with Chance the Rapper. Really? Yeah. He did a song with Chance the Rapper. I can't remember. So good. And Chance the Rapper's brother is actually going to be at Oceaga. Taylor Bennett. Taylor Bennett. Yeah. 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 I, I listened to a few of his songs. He's actually pretty good. He, it's, it's weird though because he sounds so much like Chance. I know. I <laughs> it trips me out. I'm like, and he looks like him too. It's, so, I mean, I might just uh, put a couple beers in me, go to the show, and be like, it's Chance the Rapper. Yeah, I don't know if that's a great <laughs> idea, but regardless, it's all about your experience. I'm going to go about it though. It's all exactly. about your experience. Um, okay, what, what is your uh, favorite beer? I say favorite beer, but I'm, I'm kind of warming up to people saying their favorite mixed drink too because I don't think a lot of people drink beer. I thought more people did. But if you got a favorite mixed drink, share it. What do you got? I am obsessed with beer. I love beer. I think it's one of the life's beautiful, simple pleasures that everyone should enjoy. Um, I Do you know about the app Untapped? Yes. Yeah. So the only beer I ever gave five stars to was the Milkshake IPA by uh, Collective Arts. Liquid, Liquid Arts? Yes. Collective Arts. Yeah. So Milkshake IPA by I believe that's now. I'm going to look it up right now. Collective Arts is a brewery in Hamilton. It is. It's on the waterfront. It's a milkshake IPA, and they had a festival last summer. Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was the beer of the festival, and they stopped making it. And it was Is it the one with like the crazy skull on the front? The skull, yeah, yeah, the skull, and his eyes are popping out. Yeah, I'm looking at it right it's now. It's the only beer I've ever given five stars to. Amazing. But any milkshake, double citrus IPA, I'm all four and I, I really like sours as well because of my boyfriend he loves sour beers and i've slowly gotten into them they're oh nice well. nice yeah yeah sours are good man that's an acquired taste so it's good to mm-hmm. hear people are drinking those i, I know they're people leave them at my house when i have parties and stuff and i usually yeah. I, I indulge i have to say uh i try not to do it during the week but man sometimes i see them I and try. it's hard to resist <laughs> uh okay jess you you're done buddy how do you feel done? oh did i do good you did great i, I think <laughs> anyway i mean don't you want to don't story. i have to ask you a question <laughs> you do yeah that's right you do get to ask i said that but i don't even have one lined up uh, yeah. um how are you i'm great i have no complaints man yeah life is good life is good you like uh, logic eh do you like he's logic all right. he's, he's all right, all right. Oh, he's all right okay. i i was reading up like little bios on the other podcast and i thought at one point logic was mentioned i like logic i, mm-hmm. I think probably um i don't know i'm like i I, I get the feeling I'm probably not going to see him because there's a lot of other acts on the top two lines of Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'll try and make it. I'll try and make it. But I, I don't think 
Well, like I wouldn't pick him over Lewis or Rufus. That's no, for sure. That's nah, what, yeah. I wouldn't. Um, it all depends on the schedule. When the schedule comes out, then argue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, to answer your question, I'm I'm doing very good. Yeah. Better because my uh, I don't know where my dog is, but he he's been barking the last like couple of nights during the podcast. What kind of dog do you have? He's a labradoodle. He's the he's the oh. picture on Instagram. That's my dog. The picture. No of the podcast. Oh, I was yeah. wondering about that dog. What a cute. That that is my dog. His name is. What's Scoop. his name? Scoop. Scoop. Yeah. Love it. What a cutie. He's, he's all right. He's two years old. He's a very nice, very nice young man. He was a nightmare. I'll tell you, I'll tell the story for people and for you since he asked. Mm-hmm. And since I'm not talking about my dog, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like a crazy dog owner every time somebody asks me about my fucking dog. But uh, I don't have a dog because of my job, but I had dogs. Uh, so it's so great. Mm-hmm. I remember when we, uh, this was like probably a year and a half ago, I was coming back from the gym and Scoop at the time was like probably, I don't know, five months old, maybe something like that. Just a little mm-hmm. nutcase. And I got home and like, I, I could see my girlfriend's car in the driveway, but I got to the front door, it was locked. So I had like pulled my keys out of my bag, opened the door and there's no sign of life, nothing. Scoop oh. is just there wagging his tail. He's just like happy to be there. My cat's on the table, like he's doing whatever, but I don't see my girlfriend. So I send her, I'm like, pull my phone and send her a text and I see that there's already one from her. And it says, I had to lock myself in the bedroom. I couldn't handle Scoop. Scoop oh. was so crazy when he was a puppy. Like completely nuts. From Golden Doodles. Oh cool? my! Like he's a Labradoodle, but he's, Labradoodle, he's completely okay. nuts when he was a puppy, and he really calmed down. So I've heard that. Yeah, he's my, a good my, pup. My one of my best friends, Brittany, she had a Labradoodle or a Golden Doodle, and she the way she would explain to it, she's like, for the first year or so, she's like, it's the dog was so lit all the time, not yeah. stopping, like just yeah. so excited about everything, and I, I could see how that could be a lot as owner. I, people say that uh, it's easier to have a baby in the first year than it is to have a dog in the first year. Oh my god! Yeah, I have a couple of friends who are doing that. Like I have a buddy who's got like a five-month-old kid, and he was saying same thing. Like I'd rather have the dog or the kid, sorry, than uh, the dog. Whoa. Dogs are dogs are great. I love them, but yeah, he's uh, he's a handful. Yeah, I don't know nice who, to talk who about knows. Getting a dog one day, but if he, if uh, yeah. if we end up all meeting up, maybe I'll bring the dog. Bring, <laughs> we'll, is we'll is Oshaga do- dog friendly? No, when we do the in-person oh. <laughs> podcast that we have yet to schedule, but we will try and schedule something. Oh, John, I was mentioning that. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like, like a lot of people on a podcast. Should we be together? Just can all be talking over each other. We could. I mean, I, I would like to do it in person. It would be sick if all you guys were around. You and Chris are a little closer than John. Sorry, John. Yeah. But oh. yeah, we'll figure something <laughs> out. But anyway, Jess, uh, if people want to get a hold of you and check out like what it's like to be a flight attendant or uh, bother mm-hmm. you about things on Instagram, how do they do it? Bother me, yeah. I love being bothered. Uh, it's just Instagram. <laughs> just be Jess with three S's because I was that was a bit strange a few years back. But okay. just be Jess, three just S's on Jess. the Jess, yeah. no uh, no spaces. Okay, <laughs> Jess, that's it, buddy. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate Thank your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thanks for Jono for. Thanks for Jono. <laughs>